2: Subscribe to and rate the Minnesota Football Show on iTunes. Friends. Welcome to we another edition of the Minnesota Football Show. I am one of your amazing co-hosts, Rodrigo Sanchez Chavarria, and I'm joined by my comrades in football and chaos, uh, Bridget and Eric. It's uh, been two weeks, right? We decided we're so busy that we kind of going to do this bi-weekly. So Eric misses us a lot. So I'm gonna let Eric <laughs> start to true. check in to see how he's doing.
1: I'm doing fine. I I do miss you a lot. It's sure. It's it's just adjusting to the new format and you know in in parental and work life and just I guess life in general. Two weeks feels like an eternity. <laughs> so a lot happens in two weeks. I don't I don't even know where to begin. Like it's things true. are fine, but yeah, I don't know where to begin. We. um a good time with in-laws in wisconsin and we took the children to chicago for their first time ever in chicago and that was fun Um, it was nice to go not having to deal with um brazilian bureaucracy because i think the brazilian consulate has had for like a solid two decades just completely tainted my view of chicago because i i go in thinking, I'm thinking a oh, cruel, I'm in Chicago. There's so much to do. And I leave yeah. like ready to like throw Molotovs everywhere. Cause I'm just so mad
2: <laughs> uh, just to add <laughs> on to that. Like my mom wants me and my brother to get like this certificate sign in case, you know, when your parents get older, they start just becoming really morbid. Right. Mm. About <laughs> their existence. So they're like, we need you to do this. And, you and your brother have to go to Chicago. And I was like, mom. You know more than anyone that the consulate, Peruvian consulate in Chicago is literally like going into some sort of mafia area yep. But like they have their own hours, <laughs> even though they're listed, doesn't mean that they're there. And they'll flip
1: and, all the requirements on you as yep, soon as you mm, get there.
2: Yep. And it'll be like, Oh, you filled everything. Wait, did you not see this small little box yep. in print at the corner? That is, you know, it's, oh, it it's, sounds it's, so familiar. Yeah.
1: it's like, it's like, yeah. I'm like, Oh and yeah. It's going to cost an extra $500 or whatever. Right. <laughs> and then
2: they're like, "Oh, but you need these pictures taken by a professional." Guess what? Oh, yeah. Down the street, in this little room where nobody goes into, that looks like a <laughs> oh, that looks man. that looks like a closet. That's where you knock in five times. Open the door so
1: hard. This is so familiar.
2: It's like it's like you're like, well, uh, so you you go there for like supposedly a day, and you stand up staying for a week just mm-hmm. to be able to get things going. So yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. But it is. I'll take I'll take worst. over your your, your checking in.
1: Yeah, it it is the worst. I I have been thrown out of the consulate once, and n- a couple other times I came very close to where where I saw security basically like converging. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm just gonna sit down. <laughs> I've, just I've, I've, I've I've been here before. I know how this goes. <laughs> uh, how about you, Bridget? <laughs> uh,
0: no consulate stories. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, things are, things are good. It's been relatively quiet two weeks, even at work. So, um, I'll take it. Um, spent yesterday afternoon with the kids. My nephew turned three. Uh, so that was a good time. Um, missed, missed some Aurora action for that, but, um, yeah, I don't know, just getting getting ready to uh, pretend to work for a week and then leave town for a week.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, you should let the list, if you can, tell the listeners maybe uh, what you're doing, where you're going.
0: Uh, yeah, so I'm going to D.C. for the All-Star Game, sort of. Um, hadn't heard back on my credential and finally emailed the league on Friday to say, hey, what's up? Um, and they claim to never have received my application. So I will not be credentials media at the all-star game. Um, but I'm going there anyway, hanging boo, out with NLS, Sarah. Boo. Um, yeah. So, uh, I mean, the game was just kind of a, a backdrop to our week of hanging out. So, yeah, right. um, but that's two days that she's working that I'm, Get just gonna chill in the hotel bar and uh, <laughs> um I I did look into tickets on resale mm-hmm. and right now the cheapest is like two hundred and seventy dollars.
1: Oh no 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 um
0: and it goes all the way up to eight thousand five hundred dollars to be wow. like in the lower bowl um because people think that Messi might show up. Oh, so, I see. Oh, um and I guess money. there's also like 400 credentialed media for this game and this th- this whole week. So, um there's a lot going on there. So four, she told me there
1: four, Bridget, told me there
0: were 400 and I was like, "Okay, I'm good. I'll I'll sit in
2: the bar."
1: <laughs> or you could go to the Smithsonian for free.
2: <laughs> I was going to well, say or you can go uh, check out the pandas for free.
0: That's true, I mean, those are on our list for later in the week, but maybe I'll go get an extra trip in while everyone else is at all star, and I will just go wander along uh, yeah, uh, go. <laughs> yeah, sit
2: yeah, there and I watch the pandas just be lazy is probably the one of the most therapeutic things I've seen in a while, it's like true. sometimes I used to watch them sleep on YouTube, and I'd be like, you yeah, know, <laughs> this is a great background just like oh like oh there's a panda sleeping oh the panda's rolling oh there we go oh Perfect. he's moving yeah yeah i yeah. wish i was a panda um, i'll
0: find mm-hmm. i'll find something to do but um yeah.
2: well if you need if you need a uh, peruvian restaurant um um, uh, suggestions let me know because dc is a yeah, very large like, peruvian Um. um i don't want to say mecca but close enough you know besides florida and new jersey so There you go.
0: Yeah, I'll I'll take all the wrecks. Um, And listeners, if anyone's got, you know, something I should check out, um, I'm staying at the uh, Citizen M Hotel, like, right right in the heart of D.C., Um, not, like, a mile and a half from the wharf. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll probably walk down there a few times, hit up some of those spots, and looks like there's a lot of little delis and cafes in that area so excited to go walk around and just wander into places and check them out so
1: very cool uh rodrigo what about you what's what's one highlight or or low light i suppose over the last two weeks whatever you want to go with jeez
2: i think you know like this last week was the last week uh, uh for coaching for me for my u9s and my u10s and i think uh my U10s has always been a team that like, there's so many characters and like, and these are 10 year olds that have lots of energy, but we've been working a lot on just, you know, because I, I tell them always like, listen, it's like what we're working for is not you guys, is to what you guys are going to be in the fall, which means they're going to go play 9v9 instead of 7v7. So we been working about spacing, working about all the other stuff and we had lost to a team that we could beat. it was literally like the loons, literally like the first half of the game, when we played Hastings, like we literally hit the crossbar like 12 times. And then they beat us, you know, 4-1. And so like all the kids were really- A little foreshadowing there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And all (laughs) the kids were like, this is a revenge game. I was like, all right, well, let's, you guys know what you need to do. You need to shoot early. We need to make sure that if we see a ball, you know, You know talk to each other and you know they they got their game and they got treats at the end and you know it's always good when you see the level of uh, accomplishment and development just coming through so yeah it was it was it was great for me in that end but also uh the start of tc uh, i mean sorry soul of the cities uh yesterday was really great for me gave me enough uh soccer serotonin to um you know make me feel happy for the rest of the day plus i got to wear my um my birthday gift um my um newcastle solano number four jersey around so i was pretty <laughs> happy about that so
1: we can use that as a segue rodrigo do you, you put it in the notes you do want to talk a little bit more about uh whatever went down yesterday with Seoul the, of the cities
2: oh yeah so um so Solar Cities launched, I believe it's either the third or fourth um, um, season. I want to say, like this this year, they've really amplified and they've included teams from, you know, Prior Lake and just other different places. Like they've really grown. Um, Central has also joined the program, um, and so it's really competitive, but it's also beautiful because uh, Mario and Sparkle. Um, you know they they're behind this uh, service to play right you have to do an out, you have to do community service in order to play and I don't think anyone pays any fees whatsoever. Um, and so everyone loves that idea and it's uh, the, the league and the training that happens for all ages, um, I mean if you want to sign up i'm pretty sure you still can sign up so. Um, uh, it, it's um it happens all on a Saturday it's like literally like seven a m to like two p m right like uh the older 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 high school the high school teams play um uh, around ten or so and it's really it's a really good sense of community like soccer community um um and you know i I was happy because Santi you know we've talked about how Santi since the last World Cup is you know turned into a soccer fanatic. Um And he wanted to go ahead and and try it out and, and, and he did and he enjoyed some of it and some parts that you know practices type of thing that kids don't enjoy as much but you know he enjoyed himself you know he scored a couple goals he he moved around he did some things you know and like Mario was great at um just going through the basics and just being really energetic so. Um, I really love that. He got a shirt. But the coolest thing, though, is that um, Eric Dick showed up. Um, And he talked about community service, um, was wearing a a TC Soul shirt. I mean, like, Eric Dick is, like, one of the most He's a
0: solid community. Yeah, he's,
2: like, the most solid community Minnesota United person I've met. Yeah, yeah. And, like. Is he from Minnesota? Where's he from originally?
0: No, uh-uh. no, he's, he's from East
2: Coast somewhere. Yeah. And so, like, he was there, and he took his time with every single little kid. There was a line, you know, to talk to him, and he was giving them gifts, posting for pictures, and he posed with Santi because Santi wants to be a goalkeeper, and Santi signed, you know, made him sign his his TC Soul jersey. He's like, I'm never, I'm never gonna wash this, and I was like, Well, mm-hmm. you're gonna have a problem with your mom. Because- <laughs> But you know, overall, it was it was great. And then I got to see G and, um, and, and the Como girls FC play and I got to reconnect with some of the coaches and new coaches for the for uh, the high school and um, being part of that community meeting some of the uh, players that I, you know, last, you know, haven't seen since the school year or last October, it was was great to be able to talk to them and see them play and just, you know, build relationships and 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 It's just, you know, it was, it was great. Um, It was a lot of good soccer atmosphere, a lot of good soccer people that were there that usually, I mean, um, you know, uh, shout out to Eric Dick, but also shout out to DC Silver Lining, who, again, um, were able to be there um, to volunteer and they do need volunteers. So like, if you are looking for a thing to do, you know, I would suggest every Saturday, you know, you got know, dogwood coffee is there and they give free oat milk, kinda of like oat oat milk and coffee, right? So but shout out to um Dark club Serverlining for being able to um, you know, help out with the futsal league. And if you have not been to the Johnson Futsal courts, like they're beautiful. Like literally, like it's like in an alley behind the school in an alley. But once you get there, you totally realize this is a really cool spot and more wish people, people knew about it. And I think that's one of the things. So I think, you know, uh, members of Valoons were there. I was there. It was just overall a great atmosphere and Sparkle and Mario are just, you know, doing great things. And so it's always good to support. Um, you know, it's always good. So that, that gave me a lot of, a lot of soccer. And then we went to, um, um, the first, uh, Sikos, FC, like open adults, uh soccer futsal uh, pickup over at, uh, the Hamlin courts. Um, and it was great. Santi was there. G was there. Zeller put it all together and just a bunch of other, um, good soccer people were there. Um, and it was fun to be able just to watch my kids just, you know, there was a point where me and my kids were on the same team. and it was weird for me but like i i I try to take it all in right it's like there's g there's santi and they had a couple of giving goes and i was like okay you know this is this is great and then you know that was it Um, but yeah overall i mean like that all all that soccer serotonin was 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 great to overcome all the other um soccer crappiness (laughs) that happened ah more
1: foreshadowing (laughs) okay very good um this one happened already two weeks ago, so I don't want to spend too much time on it, but uh, except to say good on all the Minneapolis city, uh, faithful supporters, everyone for, for helping out the team after the trailer got stolen and far surpassing their goal. Um, the Dave's did really good coverage on it. And uh, you know, they, they talked about, it's not just the material possessions, but also the memories and a lot of the memorabilia that happened to be in there too, that's now lost and gone, which, which sucks. I mean, that's, that's the weight, right? It's it's not just, you know, the, the financial monetary worth. It's, it's the emotional.
0: And the, and the energy that went into putting, Absolutely. pulling all of that stuff together over the years. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah.
1: Having said that, you know, mad respect to everybody for it. I don't think it was even barely like a full
0: day. It was less than no, two hours. It was like, I think they hit, like 12,000 within eight hours and exactly. then 15 by the end of the day. And then, Incredible. and that didn't get posted until like not 10 in the morning. It wasn't like it was out all day. So, um, yeah, they, it blew up immediately. And, uh, a lot of folks from, if you like scrolled through the, uh, the contributors to that, you'd notice there's quite a few people from, uh, outside of the city, outside of the state, um, people who have just followed the team from, uh, from afar. So, um, yeah, really, really good to see that it, it made, uh, I know that all of us were talking about it, all all the the indie people who are kind of involved in, um, in supporting those clubs and, uh, but it also made like mainstream broadcast news, like, uh, the papers all had a story on it and, um, so, yeah good good to see a uh, positive story totally
1: massive solidarity it was really cool what was the team bridget that a couple years ago they had something similar happen and then and then city donated some stuff to them and they're just like oh we're absolutely throwing it back <laughs> and paying it forward to, to yeah them. um i can't remember who it was no they um uh, they stepped up big time too so it was just it was kind of a beautiful moment to see everybody come together like that um well, I I will I will do a choose your own adventure <laughs> for for the two of you. <laughs> would you Would you like to go the loons path, or would you like to go to the aurora path? At this moment, you meant well, you
2: you meant pick your own poison, right? That's, yeah. I, yeah. I,
0: I
1: suppose.
2: <laughs>
0: um, how about how about we go aurora because the right the loons path is going to launch into like five segues so
2: yeah possible. <laughs> it's like choose your own or adventure placed. but then like
1: or it'll be really quick
2: it might yeah. Just be well,
1: fast. yeah there's <laughs> there's
0: just more headlines to cover it on the uh the loons side of that
1: trail all right fair enough well let's do minnesota aurora then uh um, we don't have to go too I, I don't know how far you guys want to go back Do you want to start with playoffs or do you want to talk about leading into playoffs or where should we hit it
2: I mean, I, I thought like the game against Chicago City was a game that we knew. Um,
1: okay, so we're doing playoffs, right? Yeah, on. Go for yeah. It. That they were going yeah.
2: to, that they were going to to be successful in because you know, um, they face this opponent like feels like fifteen thousand times, and every time it, it kind of seems same result. So it's like a definition of of insanity, right? You do the same thing over and over and <laughs> yeah. expect different results, uh, but. You know, Ch- chicago did exactly what they learned that they needed to do and a lot of teams mm-hmm. have done with aurora which is you set yourself defensively and you're going to counter um the problem is if you give aurora players um especially their forwards and their midfielders uh space and time they they're, they're going to figure it out um but and and they did you know and they got chippy towards the end i think mm-hmm. um I, I, I love uh, the red it card. It was
0: chippy right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: But towards the end with that red card, I, like people were asking me, "It's like, wait, why did that person get a red card?" Because they were the person that got the yellow card literally five minutes like, before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, they're "Like, I was like, yeah, but you know, they, they took that one, and we all knew that the the real game was going to be um, the next game, which is the in the eleven game."
1: Uh, well, I'm gonna pause you there before we jump into that because I wanted to ask. Um, it's it's awesome that we get the coverage that we do for these matches. So I will say thanks to uh Fox Nine Plus for for broadcasting. Um I, I you know, shouts to my in São Paulo, He's, he was watching in uh in Pennsylvania, assist in Iowa too, so it was cool that it was moving throughout the entire country. But the issue there is there's no replay. So I want to ask you two how that PK was awarded because I didn't see it and never got to see it again. So what what happened were it was set up that penalty kick. But. Um
0: well we have the benefit of equal time soccer. Uh Matt Kravatsky was was out there. Um and he caught some video of things that happened off camera for those of us who are watching the broadcast. So excellent. Um that particular foul was um a Chicago defender just absolutely Dragging, tackling, um, an Aurora player down in the I box, um, kind of grabbed her shirt and then like wrapped up an arm in her shirt and pulled her down. Okay. Um, so it's a foul every time right there in the box, right in front of the ref. Okay. Um, and for some reason it was like just out of frame because they weren't on the ball in that moment. I think the ball was on the other end of the box. Um, yeah, so there's and another thing with we know what Chicago's going to do. Um I think Chicago got surprised the last game of the regular season just, you know, not even a full week before um before this uh Chicago got a little surprised by Cat Rap. They gave her a little bit too much space. Yeah. So, of course, their their first thing in in this game was to crowd Cat Rap and and stay on her the whole time. It it reminded me a lot of, um, you know, how, how other MLS teams defend Brinoso, which is to just go, uh, clip his ankles anytime he's anywhere near, near the ball. And that's kind of what was happening with cat. Of course, Aurora has plenty of other players to go to. Uh, it's not all running through cat. Um, but they really crowded in there and, and, and made it chippy and a lot more than, um, a lot more than that last match. Uh and then just the difference being that Minnesota could not um couldn't buy a goal in this one from run of play, unlike the uh 7-0 win <laughs> in the in the last game. So um yeah so penalty on on that uh player being dragged down and that was probably the uh mildest foul of all of them <laughs> for Chicago, right? Um, that red card was worse. Um, like Rodrigo said, not a not a instant red. Um, it was accumulation, and and there was a lot of dissent from the Chicago players. I think the first yellow was dissent as well, because hmm. when a player was like warned, and it was just a it was just a quick verbal, and then she kind of went off, and the ref pulled pulled the. Card. I'm always
1: curious. This may be a question for uh. Elisa, so, like what what's the threshold of F bombs that gets thrown at you as a referee? Like <laughs> three, four, you cross what is it, four, five, and then you're like, okay, card. I mean, it's all it's all,
2: <laughs> it's all up to the ref. Like they Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, it's,
1: it's ever, subjective. It's, yep.
0: And it depends on how much they're gonna let them just play the game.
1: Because sure. if
0: but if you're gonna let it play out, you're you're only gonna take so much abuse yourself. Right. You yeah. might let them give it to each other, but you're not gonna take it yourself. So sure, yeah, right. sure, sure. um the other they, another thing to highlight, all of these um postseason games, all women referees. Right. Um, which we've seen some throughout W League season and, and last year as well. But um I think they did a good job of of getting um every game to be really led in every sense uh by women. So that's always cool. Very cool. All
1: right, so one nil is your final there. That was Thursday, so now we can move. Rodrigo, he wants he wants to talk about yesterday. Uh, so they go to the Central Conference Final, which, if depending on what's hap- what happens here in the bracket, then you start getting more more spread out regional opponents, right? East Coast, West Coast, everybody kind of starts to converge. Um, okay, I'll I'll throw it to you, Rodrigo. You seem like you're ready to go. So no, I mean it.
2: in the eleven, in order to. Win their bracket, needed to play against. I forget who the team was, and they ended up winning sixty nothing. Now, ma- mind you, that that team also only had nine players, so it was a little <laughs> bit misleading in a sense. But you know, in the eleven, there's always been a solid group. Last year, you know, we beat them. Was it two to one? I think, and it was. Yeah, it was one of those those games that you didn't know which way it was going to go. Um. So, and here, the, this is the thing about like where fans and people who don't follow this new league so much don't understand is that as much as we are Aurora FC homers, in a sense, right, like every division has a Aurora type team, in a sense, you know, and so back in the early earlier the season when like say Aurora would beat someone six nothing and coach Nicole was like I'm not happy with the way we played at all uh it was because they understand that you know you gotta you gotta beat the San Francisco teams of the world right you gotta be able That's, to be yeah. in the 11 in the 11s right I, I mean, mean Tormenta didn't even make it to the playoffs this year and they were the ones yep. who won it last year so it's like as this league grows competition will also grow but at the same time you know it's it's going to be really competitive and it's going to be you know there's going to be teams that that really understand what they need to do and they have the the personnel to apply it and um you know uh, in the 11 started with a four three three, um and i think that was you know that was one of those 4-3-3s that really um started putting pressure in the essence of what you know what what Aurora was trying to do. Um and I think a lot of the times there's a lot of miscommunication and just a lot of sloppiness. Uh but um I, you know, Barr for uh in the yeah. eleven was amazing. I, I put I put her name in here. She was Yeah, Dewey everywhere. with the goal. I mean like she was a she was a person that was in the highlight with the back queue at the at the sports center top ten. That was, but, yeah, that was nuts. But their um but their goalie I mean their goalie was was superb. Right. And I think um, in the 11 was up to the task and just the way that happens, like you got to play a full 90 and you got to be able to be prepared for everything and anything as much as you can. And sometimes the ball doesn't, doesn't roll your way. And I think that was one of the situations. Um, I
1: mean, sometimes got, it does too. And you just have shit luck. I mean, how many times did they hit the post? It was at least three, two three, two, two, right. Three, right.
0: right. <laughs> yeah. They were, I mean, I only, I only caught the first half cause I had to go to a birthday party, but like, just in that first half, all the shots that like pinged off the, yep, yep. there was one that went inside the post yep. and just pinged out. And whereas it, you never know how have went get, the
1: other way. It would have been in. Right.
0: Yeah. And you happen to get just the wrong spin on the ball to make it go the other mm-hmm. direction. Um, yeah, I mean, to Rodrigo's point, like we knew how competitive the rest of this league was going to be before, we had even played a game like in that, uh, preseason. Um, The the first open training with media, Nicole, was she name-dropped San Francisco right away because Glens had already put up like a 7-0 and a 5-0 before Aurora had even played a game. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, you know that you're going to be playing against, um, you know, your uh, Racine and uh, Chicago times two. And you know what you're getting with those teams, but um, you also know that you're going to have to face – um, a completely different level um, when you get beyond the the regular season. Uh, and yeah, in, Indy was always going to be the one, right, like you want that rematch from last year um, and to win again um, and to have that one be the, the one that decides it kind of sucks, right? But mm-hmm. um, yeah, very <clears throat> very close. Very close. Yeah.
2: And as Bridget pointed out before, I mean, like they understood what cat rap could do. And they were also just limiting lots of space of, of our wingers. Um And we weren't also as defensively sound um as we could be. Right. I think there was a lot of passing errors that were happening that we usually are not accustomed to seeing, but that's what happens when you have a team that, I to mean, win. when 50 it's 50 50s. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and when you're not used to being challenged on every single ball, like I think Langdok had some, some problems on that wing too, where she, she normally gets all the space she wants and she can, and she can find that space to get those that balls was, in. And whoever she was, that
1: winger was for Indy, that was a fun battle watching those two go like, oh yeah, all night. Yeah. And was, it's, that was
0: it's almost one. always fun to see whoever gets matched up with Langdok because mm-hmm. you're going to get back and forth. Um, yep, and yeah, yep. there was, there was a lot of that in the first half and from the, uh, some of the video that I watched of the second half, I think there were a few that were hens just didn't look, um, confident on the, on the ball she sent in because she had so many players like right on top of her, um, and, and not being sure if players like Tiana Harris or, um, or cat rap could, could get into those little spaces, um, moving forward that they normally do. So, uh, yeah, in, Indy's playing a completely different game than, than they're used to. They also train for that. I mean, they, yeah. they work on all of that stuff in, in practice that, um, they might necessarily not see, um, through all of those regular season games, but, um, yeah, they kept they kept it close. There were a few that just should have bounced their way and didn't. And um,
1: let me, yeah. if I may. Oh, go ahead. Sure no, you're,
0: you're good.
1: I was going to ask if you guys could, again, inform me on the goal, because it was, it was one of those, again, with with not having a lot of with not having any um, replay. You know, it happened and I kind of saw it, but I didn't see it. So if, if you could elaborate. I'm sure I wasn't the only
0: one, so that's, for,
2: for the listeners.
0: Yeah, that's going to be Rodrigo. I just caught the. Uh...
2: So it was a there was a foul. Probably on the twenty yard line, so it was a set piece, and it was again one of those wing players I was trying to get through, and I got fouled. And um, oh, please, Bridget, remind me uh, the name of our goalkeeper. The last name is it Bor. Uh, Horba. Yeah. Thank you uh and she'd been tested mm-hmm. all first half and there've been times where she was confident And there's times where she came out and and you could tell there was you know don't really see too much action right <laughs> um yeah. i mean you're you're looking at uh i don't know team who set a record for most goals scored which is like 60, 60 right? 61 yeah. 61 if you include uh the last uh, game against uh, the playoff game against city uh so 61 goals like that's that's huge. Right. But at the same time, like that means that, you know, you're not always, your defense is not always being tested and set pieces are one of those things that you need to always, you know, find that. And Chicago did a really good job of just packing that Mm -hmm. six yard line and just having bodies be confused. And our goalkeeper um, thought that they had a, a chance at the ball and came out not trying to grab the ball, but trying maybe you deflect it or I don't know what it was, but then the ball just got knocked in, um, by, uh, by Dewey. And I think that was one of those things where like set pieces you got to work on, but at the same time, there's a lot of communication that needs to happen from everybody. It's, it's, it's like ballet in a sense, right? When you're trying to defend a set piece, it's like, you're trying to figure yeah. out what, what everyone is supposed to be doing and if one person doesn't do it right or one person just said it, it could it could mean that and it was that and that's what it took. And I mean they
0: have like she she definitely hasn't seen many shots like in game but like they work on that in training and having seen a few practices um and I know she she told a couple a couple people that like those those women hit the ball just as hard in training as they do in a game so she's, she was facing shots in training and they did work on set pieces. There's obviously like um, there's obviously some situations that you just can't account for. And I think Chicago was one of those, but
2: yeah, um, I mean, yeah,
0: we we've seen her come out. She, she plays, we've talked about Dane St. Clair doing the same thing, right? Yep, you mm-hmm. know, he comes way out um, and when it works, it works and it's amazing.
2: But then when it does, there's
0: always that one chance in like 20 that it's not going to work out for you. And we saw two of those from her between Chicago and Indiana, where like you just there. And I think the one against Chicago was um, she did get it, but it was like close. She bobbled it first, and then was able to was able to collect. And Um, so it's like, uh, yeah, it's it either works or it doesn't. And unfortunately, the time that it didn't work out was this really important game um but she's she's gotten so many reps in in training watching watching those those shots go in um and just like reverberate against the crossbar and off her
2: gloves she had an amazing first half like she had a bunch of just coming out cutting out the angles and that's when like um sometimes Aurora's um kind of like high line um made them susceptible to, you know, a long ball and, and having... I don't know who yeah. it was. that was their forward, but tier lower, that person couldn't run all our defense at one point, it felt like. And 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 our goalkeeper was able to come out there and cut off angles and do all that stuff. But, you know, yeah, I think it's, Tiana it's, it's Harris a probability kinda, thing, right? It's a numbers thing. Yeah. So you can only do so much of that before something is bound to happen. And I think that's and what And I think it Tiana
0: Harris thing. kind of met her match in Indy as well.
2: Like I agree.
0: She's She's got the... The the size, she's shorter, but she's strong on the ball, she's strong off the ball. Um, and she loves a physical matchup, but I think Indy was just a little bit too fast for her. And we saw a couple bobbles from her against Chicago as well, where she just um maybe wasn't prepared for it to bounce a certain way. I think she had she had two errors leading up to um leading up to the Aurora penalty kick. Uh that caused some really close chances for Chicago. So, um, yeah, a whole lot of things that just didn't quite come off the right way. And that normally you have the time and space to, um, to make up for or to correct for later. And they just didn't get those opportunities.
2: Yeah. I mean, I also think, you know, it's also the personnel that you had available. So we know a had letter was, was out, um, uh, for, um, was it the national um, beach soccer, beach soccer. So um, that was felt in a sense, right. Uh, um, in the, in that sense of that, but like, you know, uh, uh, I mean, when coach- you have
0: like, when you have five players competing for, for leading score, um, you shouldn't notice one too much. And yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure that she really would have made um, a huge difference in this one. Just I considering it- like, how everyone else played and yeah
2: i i think you have a point on that but i also i also think like for example's like if you would have had her then maybe you could have made other substitutions i thought that's yeah that's fair i thought Osterm um um struggled and that's not the first time i've seen them struggle yeah. um and i think um, you know and i don't know like i might going to second guess a coach cuz that situation is just tough to be in in the aspect of like when you're trying to do that and you have to have faith in your players and i think you know i you know Um, I think uh, Sophie French would have been more helpful when they came in in the energy instead of maybe coming earlier, could have changed some things, the rhythm and stuff like that. But it it is what it is. You play the game to what it is and and losing one nothing is not something to be specifically ashamed of. Um, I've always had a great season, second second season that was amazing, you know, close to 7,000 people at a game just the aspect and just for those who were able to watch like the Fox nine halftime, like all they did was interview some of the players and how they, the reasons why they decided to come to Aurora, just those like, you know, facilities, but mostly just the community ownership and being, um, being uh, led, you know, by by women, and specifically some of those who eventually might want to be coaches and just be like, you know, I want to be able to see what that's like and what I can learn. I think that's, to me, that's the that's the beauty of of, of Aurora and, and yeah. creating those opportunities and just that environment. Um, you know, the fact that you know we're selling out um, and other NWSLs are struggling with, with attendance, right, and we can totally guarantee minimum five thousand people will show up every game, yep. regarding the weather, right? I mean, like, that's that's incredible and, on a
0: Wednesday night when school yeah, was Wednesday still night, in session. Like, yeah, so
2: it's it was like a tough, yeah.
1: tough loss, but I mean, obviously, we we love the team and love what they represent. There's lots of I, accolades, I would, absolutely. I was just gonna add, Ravantala was was so loud too on the oh, broadcast, man. yeah, especially yeah. the first half, like <laughs> just. It's like sometimes you could barely even hear the announcers, which is amazing. They were, it was it was awesome. Yeah,
2: and I think for me is like I felt bad because I I've, I've created a Revontulet Millionarios chant and I tweeted it at them <laughs> and they were like this is great and then I don't get to use it until next season, next home game. So
1: so a couple things I want to throw in um, just because it, it, I thought it was hilarious. So the other keeper for Indie Eleven, her name is Reason. <laughs> and no whatever the reason oh man but the out of context uh lines that would come from the commentators i, I was rolling so hard because because you know, every time she she'd get the ball like reason collects reason not gonna let this one go and i was just like oh these are so good i should be i should be writing them down
2: i <laughs> thought it you just were referring to, like the who song you know reason. it just
1: kept happening yeah <laughs> like, nice callback <laughs> yes 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 um that, that was very funny i thought um here's a story i've been saving for for you all and listeners so I, I i watched most of the first half probably 30 minutes of it uh at the at the co-op the grocery store on the phone <laughs> while i was getting stuff i didn't even make it through produce and i just had it propped up on the cart had my had my my uh airpods in so i'm just like grabbing stuff and like following or whatever and i start moving slowly and (laughs) a lesbian couple to my right are are just walking really slow with me like clearly watching the match i don't even know if they're talking to me because again i have my pods in but they're there and then i would i I, you know i'm still just grabbing stuff and doing my thing and then a dude pops up on my left (laughs) i'm just like okay i guess i guess this is my this, this, this is my Aurora Posse. We're just gonna we're just gonna yeah, run just the co-ops together. The yeah, yes. and, then, and we did. We we went, we awesome. like I had I had to stop and leave to like, you know, get certain groceries or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just gonna leave this here. You guys, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we're watching. We we got we got your phone. I'm like, okay, I'll be back. <laughs> nice. <laughs> it was great that's awesome <laughs> so, oh, that's so shout out to whoever those three were because it, it, it made uh it made shopping quite fun <laughs> at a co-op right at a co-op
2: yeah there you go i, I mean that plays into the whole co- cooperative right you know, oh i didn't oh, <laughs> right, there you go there it making is. that connection you know sharing nice. sharing your sharing your what your uh your phone to be able to watch a game i mean yeah yep. no but this 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 team is just, you know, great and amazing. Not only does it provide, you know, happiness for a lot of people, uh, but it provides jobs for my kids. So I'm always happy to be able to live <laughs> out, you know, not have to figure and out the, how I can make money for the summer. So
0: yeah, yeah. And I mean the the community support beyond, you know, beyond just uh folks at the co-op.
2: Um and the and the rest
0: <laughs> of us hey, following along. Um Cheryl Reeves, head coach of the Lynx, was wearing an Aurora shirt. Yep uh, I saw Friday that. night. Yep. Um, and I guess she started her press conference with the, with the quick go Aurora. Um, and you know, all the full community support all of the teams. Um, I mean, there's, there's always the, the one Minnesota, uh, hashtag and stuff that, you know, anytime one team is, is going for a, going for a trophy or something, every, every other team will, will kind of jump in and give them a shout out. So, um, but it feels a little bit different with Aurora, and and because so many like players throughout those different teams are themselves community owners. I mean, Boxy's is a community owner. He he's out there with with his daughter a lot. Um, Eric Dick's been at a few games as well. Um, yeah, it's a it's just a completely different environment, right? Right.
1: Play-like. Are they are they the only community owned team in the USLW, or is there another?
0: I think they're the only one. Yeah, Yeah,
2: I think they are the only one. I was going to say maybe Detroit, but I'm not sure. Um, but- I know that
0: there's, there's a few that are um, like hoping to start and kind of want to model yeah. after we'll that. Model. Um, but yeah, it's, currently it's the only one.
2: Yeah, the, everyone's trying to be imitators Aurora's the originator. Well, they, so, yeah, oh, no, wow. now We're that there's going like 90s hip hop now. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean now that uh you know people talk about that all the time and be like this is how it should be, but it's really hard to pull off and now that there's a sample um to point to where they're actually pulling it off and excelling. Um because I think the uh the assumption is that when you're a community owned team like that, maybe you won't be able to compete because that kind of limits your financial resources. Um, and obviously it's a it's a little bit different when you're not like like these players aren't being paid. So it's not like they need a massive payroll to bring players in, but right. Um, but it still kind of limits your resources a little bit. Yeah. And, and I think Aurora showing that you can do it that way. I yeah, think is I, gonna lead that to that.
2: I totally I totally agree with that, but I also think that it, it it has to do with, you know, the partnership as they also have, right? Like it's not just that but they have to you know as Santi calls a Santa taco stadium right you know having the facilities sometimes is is, is a lot of that um that to be able to do that and having the staff and the partnership with like um um uh, who's the who does all the physical training or the I forget is it or the ortho twin city TCO? Ortho? Yeah, TCO. I mean just having players having kids who are athletes like having someone like that to work with you is like, and
0: yeah. And I mean, you know, you talk about some of these players who want to be like coaches. There's also a few players. I know that Amanda Porba was actually interested in going to med school. Um, and she was shadowing Dr. Christy Higas, the the team ortho, oh, that's um, cool. a few times. So, um, and I know there've, there've been others as well. Um, but yeah, those partnerships are are great. Um, cultivated CBD did not expect to have to donate six thousand dollars when they um, when they let's pledged one hundred dollars per goal. Um, yeah, they did not budget for that, but but it's, it's just it okay. Pay people in gummies, right? I mean,
1: <laughs> hey just, man, let's get some. Let's get some. Let's get the joints out. in the stands. Yeah. The kids, right. kids Yeah, I mean,
0: I can I can speak to their products. The,
2: the gummies are <laughs> good.
0: good. Um, so you know, if you want to help them. Uh right yeah. we are not sponsored topics. by
2: cultivated c b. d but please buy their product' There hey,
1: the well, hey, yeah. you go um yeah, so uh, season ends too soon, but obviously from from this podcast and and the community as you've all said already, lots of love and on to the next one um we love you aura i and,
0: and yeah did this right. did this season just feel much shorter than last season? It did oh, very
1: fast. It was. Very, yeah, I think we probably like had less I don't home know. If, games, right?
0: Yeah, but only by like one or two. And That's I mean, more than enough. We we did have like three or four playoff games at home, but like.
1: I think it had to do still, with the Wednesdays. Just, Some, the Wednesdays made it feel maybe, like.
0: Different. Yeah, probably the Wednesdays, and and maybe just kind of the novelty of it last year. Like I know mm-hmm. every game last year, I'd get there early and I'd hang out on the concourse for like two mm-hmm. hours, um, which I did last of this year because Wednesdays. Um, yep. But yeah, it just feels so much shorter.
2: I mean, yeah, there's, there's I so many great memories. And I think, you know, like, for example, for, for us as a family, like Santi, thanks to um, the TC Soul Connection and the way that solo of Cities and all that stuff is like, he got to be a mm-hmm. uh, player pal. And as being part of the people working with Avora, you had, you know, a uh, former amazing coach and person, Mary Casper, who used to coach Washington Tech that works with them. And so, like, it's just soccer community thing. And, um, you know, you know, it's just, just overall, like I brought, I love it when I, when I, when I have a, a girls team and I can bring them in, it's just tons of fun, but this, this season I had boys teams. And so I brought one boys team to the, and it was just watching them process and watching them just get so excited and, and be like, I want to be like that player. It's just like, you know, that, that, that that imprint or that, or that way out or that footprint or whatever that gets laid on them. It's just, it's just wonderful to to see. And I think for me, it's, it's just mostly about that. It's, it's very organic and, um, you know, it's very community-based and I, I can't, I can't wait till next season, you know?
1: all right i'm going to call time because otherwise Rodrigo's going to go for another two hours on this and we got other stuff to do here too uh let's actually not speak too much about minnesota united just <laughs> because we want to keep this at a at a reasonable time um i'll just mention that yes Puki is uh, a part of the team now uh apocalyptica at allianz come on you cowards make it happen we got two fins bring the greatest finnish band of rock and cellos let's do this thing um, so yesterday, I, I, even, I can't even remember what happened last week, but uh they played Austin, hosted at home. I'll let you guys chime in a little bit here because I didn't watch much most of this match, but Bridget and I were chatting before we started. Um, apparently the first 20 minutes, the loons actually looked good. Um do you want to speak a little bit to that, Bridget, before we before we just drop the 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 rest of the match <laughs> in like a minute. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, finishing is the uh, usual issue here. Um, Mender Garcia had some real close ones. Uh, Bahangi was close a few times, um, including a few that, like, I think it was one of Bahangi's that, like, he's standing right in front of the goal, and he just goes for a tap-in and skips it wide. And it's like, you're, like front and center right on the goal. How do you, you, you could have walked it in, you should have walked it in. How do you miss those? Um, yeah, there, there were a few like that, um, and, and right away. And then as soon as Austin gets there first, which I believe came off of a counter, um, everything just kind of like crashes and slows down. I mean, Rain also looked pretty good. Um. Especially considering it was like the first time he's he's played that long uh so far. Yeah. Um he looked a lot better than he did last game, even though he scored two last game and
2: the Olympico, yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean but I think like his um the full aspect of his play last night was, was better than um better than that game uh had a few he should have he should have scored everyone was going wide of the post there were a couple that were a little too high um just so many balls that should have been easily finished and they just didn't do it yeah so you were
1: you were there so i was just gonna ask you what what was the what was the emotion like of of having what felt like a little bit of an edge and then just like you're playing i'm trying to think of the right metaphor like street fighter or one of those games and you just all of a sudden massive combos coming at you that you can't do anything about and you're on your back. <laughs> what was that? I like? mean you know the
2: <laughs> the one thing that we've always talked about and is that you know we we need to be able to find enough enough talent on and to make sure that Ray So isn't always the only threat. I think Bongi had exactly. a really great yeah. great first half. Like he literally willed himself to do a bunch of things. Uh it helped having been there and and I know a lot of people don't like Mender right now because he can't seem to finish. But at the same time, I think this is the full, this is the second game where he actually starts. Um, in, yeah, uh, and in a long looks, time,
0: he looks good.
2: Yeah, I mean, Bongi and Mender were going back and forth, and uh, it helps when, when all you need is a quick release of a ball, and you can have a counter attack. And I think Reynoso was thankful for that because he didn't get as fouled as much as he usually does, and he was able to release the ball and do that i mean this is probably one of like for me it's like i like joseph rosales but he's always hit and miss and if this was the joseph rosales that we get for the rest of the season then i'm totally like totally happy with what he's doing Mm -hmm. you know um i think will trap was everywhere but he also had mistakes i also thought um,
0: (laughs) he uh he ran quite a long ways just to give the ball away
2: a few times uh, and I think the bossy uh, for being their first start and from from having a, a an injury that literally made them uh, think about, you know, retiring uh, to being out there. I, I love when the bossy yells at people, yes. just, you know, like and I think this is the most, one of, it's just it's just watching him just be bossy around. Uh, Miguel Tapias was great. Like the first half, you know, the majority of the first half, it was all Minnesota. and it was like opportunity after opportunity and this is you know and i was like telling to nubia and telling them because like this is what it's like when you have all the pieces in that can lead you to that kind of thing and this is also with like no robin lude you know uh that kind of thing and and just overall i mean this is what what you want you have all the pieces in a sense you should especially be pookie now and you should not have an excuse, specifically when you beat Portland four to one last, last mm-hmm. previous game. Um, but Austin's very good at the counter, and Austin's very good at being able to find those 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 spots. And I think that that run of play uh, counter that they had was 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 great, and that shot was was go, and the shot yeah. that uh that they scored was was a great took a great shot. I love shout out Clint to our Irwin. friend Ethan Finley. Yeah, got a great assist on that first one. <laughs> yeah, and I think, and also shout out to Ethan Finley because that was his 300 hundred. Three hundred, thank you. Yep. Uh, and he put a nice um, tweet about it being done in Minnesota. Um, but just overall, you know, I thought um, it was great. First half, you know, the two goals that they had against us, you know, at that point was 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 something that you. You you kind of lose your focus after the first one. Um, and um, and it's just kind of hard to to, to kind of get out of it. And it's kind of like we've talked about quicksand in this show and what it means. It's <laughs> like you try everything and then it just yeah. keeps digging deeper and deeper. And it's just one of those games where it just it just felt that way.
0: But you think like with so many games going that way, you'd think that at some point they start to get a little bit comfortable in that moment. Like there have been plenty of times they've been down 2-0. And it's like, okay, we know what hasn't worked like through 20 games where we're down early, um, like let's try something else. Like there, there has to come a point where that is what, uh, actually sets you up for, um, you know, some better play. And maybe it was partly because they were, they looked so good in the first half and, you know, if you start off kind of high, you're gonna, you're gonna drop a little bit, um so maybe it was more of a like a demoralizing effect that way just because things looked so good for the
2: first half just a lot of energy spent that first half all the the long runs and everything it just yeah i i get that but like at the same time like i'm like you have all the pieces now like you have no excuse like literally like you have no excuse like right now it's like if you wanted to build a team around reynoso this is what it would look like in a sense you have two fast people that can go ahead and this is without you know counting sbj who's injured i mean that's a leg yep. leg substitution that and you know and then the new signings that we've got you know the guy from mycfc he looked great he did um, and um, and pookie looked really good oh pookie um up. so i didn't know he was that fast to be honest with
0: you. oh yeah he He's um a- i didn't think he would still be that fast but he was fast um And like, I think it was like his first or or second touch was really was a, was a pretty decent opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then you, I think that kind of highlighted the problem. Like he's, he's fast, but no one's stepping up with him. Like Reynoso a few times. Um, it was him and Reynoso like dancing through the box quite a few times. That was, that was fun to see. I think that pairing is going to be good. Um, but when you have no support around you, and we've talked about this before, it doesn't matter who your striker is, if you're not giving them service, um, insert name here is not going to score. You know, like seven we've, years we've been talking about here. this for seven years. Yep. Like it's, it's not gonna yeah, change not, necessarily. I mean, Issa, right? Issa's
2: but, rant on the way home was like, you know, besides the magical hita that she's been on for the past. Five six years, I think. Right? <laughs> She's like, yeah. He's been here seven years and it's still the same. I was like, no, it I get it. it. Hey, and, I don't disagree. And for me. him,
0: to, and for him to say, well, this is the first time we've had a striker like this since Christian Ramirez left. It's a problem <laughs> of your own so, making. Like yeah. you're the one why, bringing why these guys get, in. Yeah. But okay.
2: Man, um, the funny thing was that um, um, there's there's this Twitter, and this is something that that um that Eric doesn't doesn't get exposed to anymore. Um, there's Thank this goodness. um arts arts. Oh, what's it arts forced by arts and then a picture yeah yeah so yeah there's a picture of you know um what looks like what's heath is kind of like lounging uh in the booth and then someone turned you know found a similar art piece and it's just glorious like yeah so that I, it, I was glorious.
1: gonna i was gonna mention that so adrian heath turns out you all informed me of this i didn't realize he he was on a yellow and then got another yellow so he's he's out of the match on cards and just like Lounging up there in the uh in the press box. And what seemed like I put up that photo. Richard sent me a photo from I think Tom Bogart has actually tweeted it out. Yeah, he's the one who
0: posted Uh,
1: it. Yeah. So I I put that thing up there and I looked at it a second time after I posted it. I'm like, he's he's doing the java He's doing Jabba the (laughs) Hut.
0: Somebody someone else actually, after you said that in the text, like I pulled up I pulled up the replies to see if there were any new ones, and someone else brought that up. Yeah, he's Um, doing the Java? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It was it was hilarious Uh, Um, because, yeah, and I was watching from home and they like real quick go to like, let's check in on Adrian Heath in the in the technical box. And and, yeah, he's just lounging up there with Mark Watson, who's furiously chewing his gum. Um, uh, Yeah, it was. Yeah, that that part was hilarious. That was probably (laughs) the highlight of the game. And that was I think so.
1: I think so. But they do get a goal back. Uh, it, it, Paddleford, is is he the, uh, city kid played with Minneapolis city? Is that a different one?
0: That's no, that's a okay. different one. Um, I can remember, but he is, anyway, uh, he is a back. homegrown, he is a homegrown player. First, actually uh first one to score an MLS goal for this club. Like nice. normally our homegrowns go elsewhere and we'll bring that up in a second, but, mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, for, for some homegrown player to score for balloons uh, nice. in MLS play. And it was a nice one. Um, he's mm-hmm. not even, uh, uh, I think it was Cal on the commentary who was like, he's not even looking at the goal. Like he just, he just finds the ball, gets a flick on, and it happens to be just perfect um, mm-hmm. and, and beats Stuver. Obviously it was, it was not enough. that was pretty late in the game, but um, I think it did kind of uh light them up again and and kind of give them a, give them a little bit of a chance to get something more out of the game. Yeah, and,
1: until the very, very yeah. end, like 95th minute, they bag another one with Rigoni. But four to one is the final. Uh, Driussi gets his brace and yikes, what a what a rough ride. Um Rough riders. It's the first time it's the first
0: time that Austin has won at Alliance. Oh yeah. Okay. And they're oh, third? Yeah. They're only their third win on the road this season.
1: I'm curious what the so you left at the 85th, you said Rodrigo. With, with, yeah. Were, were there quite a few people like <laughs> peacing out with you? Well, no, people point? were leaving
2: at the 75th.
1: <laughs> Perfect.
2: Like we left at the 85th because we like. We, we, I think we literally left right after Devin's goal because you, because even though it was a crappy game, Devin's goal was like, it's always great when, when a local, local home, local good. And you know, he was so excited to score the goal. It was so fun to watch. Yeah. Looked like he was a 10 year old. He's like, yeah, I scored. And he's just running everywhere, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, so that was, you know, that made it easier. But like, we were leaving, like, you know, It was the easiest walking traffic thing that I've ever been through. It was like, oh, you know, just nice and quiet. Didn't have to fight anybody, (laughs) right? Um, Me and Issa had to have a conversation because apparently Issa is very loud. And now that she's an adult, she feels the need to cuss a lot. (laughs) And uh, when they do that, sometimes the people around you that you're sitting with don't I appreciate yeah that. You, you
0: don't you don't get the pass that you get oh, yeah. when you're like at home a teenager. Like
2: yeah and so like yeah so that was one of those things too that we had to talk about because someone told her to be quiet please be quiet and um and so like you know we talked about male frag- fragility as well as uh whiteness in a <laughs> sense right and i was just i wish she would have told me because i would have totally said something because the person that said it usually is a is is the you know it's the quietest person i know in our section <laughs> and he's an <laughs> old guy but at the same time i was like look if someone says this to you 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 have full-fledged permission to tell them off and if they decide to come after yeah. you let me handle it because i will totally like i have no at, shame in do that but yeah you're
0: at you know. a soccer game you're like I'm yelling
2: right next to the supporter section like yeah that was exactly what he was saying like you're next to the supporter section you know, it was it was when Austin, you know, had scored a goal and how slowly they were, they were delaying everyone to get back yeah. to the other side. She was just like, that's disrespectful. Uh, it's like, I get it. You know, I, I'm with her. Yeah. I support everything she said about there's, that. There's, there's like,
0: so many worse things that you could be saying.
2: But yeah. And so it was just but yeah, I mean. We left and, uh, you know, it was it was one of those things you're like, yeah, you know, great. But. I mean, Austin is what in seventh or sixth now? Because they were in eighth prior to this. I think. Uh, I can yeah, that. I'll pull. It up. I'll pull it. Yeah, pull it up. Cause pull it up we again. were in eleventh, and so like, I don't know what this does for our. our uh, They're
1: now at fifth place. In yeah, fact. see,
2: and then we're what uh, eleventh? We're still in eleventh. Yep. Yeah, so I think that's one of those things. Is like you know, we need to get healthy people back, but we need to be able to there's literally no more excuses to be honest with you i mean like nope. what more can you do you got pookie who played like 30 minutes he's gonna start no matter what you're gonna do um you have men there that can do things Bongi has been playing lights out in a sense you know dotson had a good game you know some mistakes but he had a had a decent game i mean like i don't know like i honestly like this is Heath has no more excuses now. Literally, he has a team that he should be able to deliver going to the playoffs at minimum. Right now,
1: you're, you're baiting me, but I'm not even going to comment on oh, that. Oh yeah, you uh, are. you know <laughs> if they, like, they you like you like you like you like when I do that. They, they play Houston, um, and this is let's see how many matches before they start their thing their uh, the little tournament thing. Uh is it
0: this- Cause it's it's okay. houston and then l a at home and then there's um all star game and then they go right into leagues okay.
2: For, from, from now on the all star game will be will be known as uh bridget goes to d c mm-hmm. you know like mr <laughs> washington oh who 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 was it though no, mr smith goes to uh uh, uh Mr. Smith goes to Washington. Was that what the the one that might've been it? Yeah. right. Yeah.
1: I just bring it up because neither of these are going to be easy. These, these two matches before this. No. And like Houston
0: is coming off of, did you see their team goal last night? Yeah. Like they're, they're doing, they're doing pretty well. I mean, they're still not great, but they're making it work. Right. Hmm. Um, and that's not going to be easy. And then of course LAFC is LAFC. So
2: LAFC is struggling. And I don't know if you guys, um, we can, we can. We're heading into. Well, they're
0: um, so they're struggling, but they also tend to, you know, end their struggle when they come here.
2: Oh, that's right, I forget. But, <laughs> but the thing that, too is that them and know, many others bridges. <laughs> like, I, I want to take us back to a classico between LA Galaxy and oh uh, my god LAFC at the Rose Bowl. And, at the Rose Bowl, where like this, you know, it was the highest attendance. MLS game history was like 82,000, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. And uh, we talked about Ricky. Uh, some people call him Push, but Ricky Pugh, right? And I think uh, Ricky, you know, this is ever since the Charito game went it was out of the season, this has become his team. And dear Lord, he's fun to watch. And I think his second yeah, goal, he that, the, the game goal winner. Yeah. It was, it was a team goal. Like literally, he sent it out to Tyler. He, he centered it and he was running and he slid for the ball and touched it and it would end. Like, this is, you know, this is the the most dramatic way I've seen LA, 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 <laughs> LA Galaxy win uh, El Clasico as of lately. And, you know, it, it bodes a lot of questions for LAFC. Like, they, you know, they've been struggling here and there. And I think, um, as Bridget has pointed out, like, playing Minnesota might be. Might be the the right uh, remedy for them to be able to get their stuff back out there, but <laughs> we'll see. I mean, we'll see what Bongi can do against that defense. We'll see what our speed can do on the wings. Hopefully, SPJ will be healthy. Uh, and you know, I mean, but you, you just look at uh, this team. You, know, you got all those people that we know, and then imagine when lude comes back and you still have Pookie. I mean, like, Jeez. seriously, like, what what <laughs> what's your excuse then? <laughs> Like if you have an excuse now, let us know. Because oh, when when he yeah, comes back. He is
1: built on excuses. He yes, will have an excuse.
2: I, I'm aware of that, but it's just, just <laughs> crazy to think about that. You know, like yeah. this is a squad that's worth, you know, should be doing that. But let's speaking of squads, let's talk oh, about uh very, the most, very uh, briefly. Uh, briefly, yeah. let's briefly talk about the most famous uh uh, MLS squad that currently still underperforming and will underperform after after they sign their their mega stars. Go ahead, Eric, well, take this I, away. I
1: don't. I don't know about that last part. I, I'm I'm curious to see about that last part. But Inter Miami just full. I put 2006. It's probably 2006 to 2009. Barcelona. Uh, we talked about the potential magnetic pull that he was going to have, but to actually see it kind of start to realize itself with these signings is, is kind of incredible. So the messy verse, as we're calling it, Um, we have confirmed Iniesta Busquets. The the recent one last week was Jordi Alba also coming. Um, We have rumors, unconfirmed rumors that uh, (laughs) Rodrigo's best buddy, Sergio Ramos (laughs) might be interested and the new one is, and then Hazard might be coming Jeez. too. I know. So I just put it here. Ba- basically, if you're over 30 years old and you played in El Clásico, whether you're on either side, Barça or Real Madrid, enter Miami,
0: also known as El Clásico All-Star Game.
1: That's correct. Exactly. It's like you're in. You're on the roster, one way or another. It's it's pretty bananas. Now, you know, I loved watching these guys. Obviously, back in the day, some of my favorite football viewing memories are watching that 08, uh, Barcelona team. Um, but I mean, you know, that was how long ago, I can't do the math, but almost 20 some years ago, like 15 years ago. So like these dudes are, you know, (laughs) I'm sure they're still very talented, but (laughs) are they going to run with monkey? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) For example. So I, I, I that's more to uh, what, what Rodrigo was saying is you can bring all in all these guys that were the best players in the world 15, 20 years ago, whatever it was. How is it going to stack up at present now in the league? I, I don't know. Um, on the other side I of mean,
2: that? Not only that, but we know Inter Miami likes to do the LA Galaxy and break the rules, nevertheless. Mm-hmm. How many international slots are they going to buy in the next strike? That's what I want to know. Who knows?
1: <laughs> I mean it's it's I think it's already been broken, but it may, maybe the loophole is that all these guys are free agents, but who knows?
2: I don't know. I mean, how much Tam and Gam can you have to buy yeah. down stuff to make yeah, like I don't so I don't I don't get it. We'll the see. one
1: the one side that okay, so I said I said why it may not work, how it may work, just to just to be my Libra and balance it out here, like all these guys know each other they all know how messy plays they all know how Messi flows and they kind of have that that psychological vibe of playing with and through him that even if they're not at their best like they could move with such precision and bring back the tiki taka and who knows what else and and all of a sudden they're like jumping in the standings that could also be a possibility i'm not saying it's going to happen but when when you have a collective that knows each other as well as these guys know each other there's a possibility there it's wild <laughs> I, I i did not i will That's fully bad. admit that i did not expect it to like come together like this as fast as it's coming together just literally pulling all the strings like within I mean, a couple weeks
2: <laughs> i mean apple could be you know branding their next iphones for each of these players so that way it's true
1: it's true um, well, let's, let's end on, I don't know. It's not really somber. It's just two legends. Uh, Rodrigo, I'm glad you put Marta in here. I I, I knew what I just didn't, I didn't put her in here, but both, uh, Marta uh, and Megan Rapinoe was the, was the new one just recently said she's going to retire at the end of 2023 NWSL, of course, implying that this is her last world cup as well, which Marta also said, um, end of an era. I'm, I'm glad we're kind of pairing these two together because they've, they've brought so much to the women's game, both domestically, especially internationally. They're just, they're legends. And it's,
0: right,
2: it's kind
1: of cool that they're both going out together in this way.
2: Yeah. And the thing for me is that, is that both of these teams, as a scribe for the teammates, they're like the heart and soul of their team. Yeah. Like Megan, I mean, have you seen the Crystal Dunn interview when she breaks down and crowd I literally cried. Yeah, it was hard I was to like, watch. I was like, it's like, hard to watch. It's like, it you know, it's hard to
1: watch.
2: It's like, it's true. I mean, like, Megan Rapinoe is the front of the team a lot and takes a yeah. lot of the heat sometimes. And it's also very funny and likes to play jokes and all that other kind of stuff and be weird. I mean, Crystal Dill was talking about how, like, she made Megan Rapinoe dye her hair blue because her braids are blue. You know what I mean? Like, it's the, it's the small things that matter. And Marta, is the same thing. Marta, I mean... Everyone remembers of that la- last World Cup where she literally cried into the TV You say, women need to be supported in soccer. You need to play with everything you got. And in a- at a point where Brazilian Federation soccer's attention on women's sports was not it, or it's not yeah. what it is currently now, in a sense, right? It's gotten better, but still not so things to do.
1: Doria agora right? Cry now to smile later. Just yeah, one of the so- greatest football quotes.
2: And so it's like, it's one of those things you're like, these two people are not just legends, they're just icons in the game. Yeah. And I think, you know, like, which makes me like, very split in this World Cup, because I'm like, I will be very happy if the U.S. women national team win it again. Um, But I will also be very happy if Brazil is able to pull it off to be able to send, you know, uh, Martha into you know winning a World Cup or if it becomes a final, I literally don't know what I'm gonna do. This is I, uh, That I, would I, be I, I, oh my god. That'd be hard.
0: I mean, like, they they that'd both that'd hard. I'll cry. Every,
2: <laughs> and I'll cry at the end of this game. I'll be like you know, mm-hmm. I just can't take it. <laughs> You're crying. I'm fine. You're crying. You're crying. <laughs> <laughs> but no, literally, like this World Cup now mm-hmm. has become bigger than anything. Like yeah. You know, oh yeah, yeah. Like and and I think it's just it's 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 going to be crazy because the U.S. women national team are bringing a young team, and I'm really happy because we have a, a a Filipino Peruvian American player on the team, and I get to enjoy that, and my kids get to enjoy that as well too. And it's just I don't know this 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 World Cup is is, is a special one, and if not not yeah, because it's... of yeah, it just hits in all the feelings right now. it's it
0: it's gonna be a it's gonna be a big one I I mean Rapinoe's been on the national team for what like 17 years um basically the something like that yeah yeah I know Um, it's essentially like yeah as long as basically as long as I've really been paying attention yeah I mean like actually actually sitting down and watching I mean I I've talked about watching like ninety-nine and, and all of that, but um as long as it's really been on my radar, like these are players who have been in there. So um kind of weird to think about like going into another World Cup and, and not having those players around in four years. Um yep. so yeah, we'll enjoy it while they're while they're here. Yep. Um, and that's why I And who knows off- like who knows how, how like how much playing time either of them will actually get this time around, right? But um yeah, just to have them there for one more will be. Yeah. You know,
2: I just out. wanted to add it's just that, you know, like I've I don't know, I've enjoyed watching these two and every time uh, you know, people say, well, Rapino doesn't belong on the US Women National Team and sometimes I've said that. Yeah. And she proves me wrong every time, like how valuable she is to this team. And I think um you know, as an icon, as as the president of the black heart, uh, <laughs> uh, and representative of, of everything. That's cool. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to, you know, see what they do when they retire. I just like Ashley Harris and, we, and, Bird and all those oh just showing the some, crap out of being mean, retired. So yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, we had some discussions going on, on the Instagram about what this means. And I mean, there is a real possibility that we joke about the president or whatever. Like if she decided she wants to go into politics, I think she would do very well, very quickly. (laughs) Maybe even starting her own party. Like, I I don't know, just throwing that out there. Just lobbing that one. All right, let's take a break. This is going to be a long one. I guess this is what happens with the, with a two week break. Um, We'll be back with a shorter international section here.
2: Hi, this is Us Watch, and no, you
0: must be dreaming because I am definitely not blessing your ears in this podcast. Anyways, back to the Minnesota Football Show.
2: Welcome back to the second half of the Minnesota Football Show. It is internacionales. It's international news. We are have a dominated Group G. South sudamericana conversation, yeah, yeah, yeah. as well That's as weird. just other other tidbits that are crazy enough to to make you turn off the show right about now. So yeah, <laughs> go
1: ahead. It's gonna be it's gonna be a fast one. So don't turn it off yet. We'll get through this quickly. Uh Group G. We're gonna zero in on Sudamericana. Uh, Goyazi Sports Clube win the group. I will say it again. Goyazi Sports Clube vence, <laughs> ganha do grupo. Amazing. Uh, this hasn't happened in a long time and soaking it in. This is a team that is currently in relegation in, in group play. I actually just got a live sport update. They're getting their asses handed to them as we speak by Santos. <laughs> oh, they just scored 3-2. It was 3-1. So maybe they can hang for a tie at least. But and, and I'll I, I bring this up because uh, it's a good representation of the quality of, of the Brazilian league of Brasileiro this year where you know, a relegated team or in relegation can can actually win the an international tournament group. Um but anyway, it's huge, it's good, it's great. Happy. Hopefully you can get out of the freaking red line. And we'll see how far they go now into the uh knockout rounds, which sets up I'm teeing this up for you, Rodrigo, because we're staying within <laughs> group G. Yes, yes, Goya has win it, but the real story <laughs> are the other two of the other teams that uh that that are in the group, gymnasia from uh from Argentina, right? Yeah. And Universitario from your Peru. Yep. They uh, Universitario,
2: the home of uh, Alexi, uh whatchamacallit, uh might call it, and uh Ro diaz Okay. Um, well
1: they, they, they had a little a little um what would you call it? a little discussion maybe?
2: <laughs> so at the I mean this game was was bonkers. Gimnasia was already at the bottom but like um like this game was crazy Universitario ended up winning this game but it wasn't without any yellow cards and red cards and uh in in tradition of uh Come Bowl, there was a brawl that led to um what's the word um 10 10 10 red cards and 11 yellows <laughs> amazing uh there was already like a, a red card in the 75th minute I think uh well deserved by the gymnasia players um but the brawl started because uh there was this retaliation because some of the gymnasia allegedly the gymnasia players uh were referring to uh, or calling uh universitario players monkeys so there you go there's your oh, Jesus you're tied in like gosh. that god damn it and in that sense uh a big brawl broke out right after the last whistle there's a there's a scene that i shared with uh on instagram with uh minister football show. shared it is where like a gymnast player literally just pulls down a guy in a penny who's like security or part of the entourage and as soon as that happens the uh the when goalkeeper literally does his best impression of Street Fighter 2, Sagat knee knee Why thrust knee? and just throws it high knee right into someone's yep. player, knocks them down. And and just, you know, I mean, it's just, it, it was a brawl. That, that I'm surprised that the, that the, the la, la Barra Brava de la U didn't jump onto the field and just take matters no into their own hands. No uh, kidding. But yeah, 10 yellow cards, 11 yellow cards and 10 red cards total after the game. And if yeah. it's just one of those things that, you know, you're like, you're in last place. Why would you? <laughs> uh, which which plays into what will happen to Universitario in the next round of the Sudamericana, right? Having all these, the goalkeepers suspended, all these different things. Well, absolutely. It, it could easily be a one and out type of thing.
1: Yeah, and and they're they're got they they have a playoff situation. It's it's a little weird in this tournament where. We were talking about it before we came back how if you get booted out of Libertadores, you get to jump into like the knockout round of Sudamericana and then you still get like a chance with with a little uh, playoff. It's there's so many little nuances. We don't have to go into the whole thing. But the, the short story is, yeah, Universitario are going to play um, Ecuador's Barcelona, who are a very good team. Uh, we talked about them. I think last year they went to the semifinal in, not in this, in, in, uh, Libertadores, right? Like they were throwing down. They're a good team. So to your point, Rodrigo, it's basically a new squad on Universitario. It could be, it could be a, a difficult day for them to say the least. I mean,
2: All they need to do is just recall all the former Universitario players who play in the MLS and maybe they can have a decent squad.
1: Maybe. And then whoever wins that match will play Goyaz, which is not super exciting for me. <laughs> uh, good times.
2: No. So anyway, Group G really lives up real. to their name. Group
1: right? G, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Libertadores, they are uh, a little bit ahead. They're in the um, in their octavos octavos here. So, and again, it's 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 a, such a great mix in terms of the the countries. It's who knows what's going to happen? Uh, Atlético Nacional takes on racing. Bolívar's got Atlético Paranaense, Flamengo, Olimpia, Atlético Mineiro's got Palmeiras. So there is one where it'll be a inter-brasileiro thing where they'll, they'll knock each other out. So again, make opening more lanes for other countries. Uh, Deportivo Pereira, Independiente del Valle. Argentinos Juniors got, have Fluminense. And River Plate have Internacional. And then just basically throwing the rock across the river, you got Nasu and Uruguay against Boca Juniors. That could be a that could be a wild one too. So that's about that wraps those that was those little sections up. Um anything to add for for Libertadores, Rodrigo, or Bridget? Do you see anything there that captures your eye? We us obviously did make it in. They had a really, really terrible start, but it would have been freaking weird for the defending champions not to at least get into
2: the knockout. So that happened. Um, I mean, as always, it's, it feels more more Argentina heavy this year, right? I mean, at least for me, it does. The one that team that I will watch is Bolivar, though, because that's my mom's team. Nice. So I will watch that if I get a chance to catch it on some sort of Rabbit ears twisted to the left, five feet over, and you know ninety degree (laughs) angle. Yeah. Make sure you have the squirrel holding one end, raising his arm up. (laughs) Yeah, make sure you have the squirrel (laughs) at the end holding a branch. We we need
1: photos if that happens. (laughs) Yeah, uh,
2: but no, I mean, I think I think Bolivar has a. So it should be able to put everybody
1: put 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 uh, all all this tin foil on your head and it's gonna help. I promise. It's your
0: helmet. (laughs) soccer with dad. Okay, just stand right here. Do not.
1: I mean that that was basically me as a child with my uncle. Yeah, Yeah, literally. (laughs)
0: Over there, over there. No, no, come back.
2: Uh (laughs) And stay. (laughs) Yeah. Don't.
0: But I have to go to the
2: bathroom. No, just stay. That's right. Here's a pot. Do your thing. Yeah. Um
1: as we talked about we already alluded to women's world Cup uh I think at this point most if not all the teams have arrived in uh Australia they're training they have a couple of friendlies and then the thing starts now in less than two weeks um one of the cool things I saw the Seleção rolled in and you know they're they're dropping their politics literally on the plane which was pretty amazing um I can't remember exactly what the the phrasing was, but some like if if uh no no woman should be murdered if she decides to uh not cover her hair or something like that. I can't remember exactly. But then they actually have an image of Masamini that was murdered in Iran, uh, on the uh on the tail, on the tail of the plane. So like pretty huge size image. Uh, you know, pretty pretty badass stance to like literally just roll in and be like, Bam! Here's the plane. <laughs> Here it is. So uh, I thought that was pretty ballsy, pretty cool. Anything else?
0: Um,
2: trying to
1: think. I, I might have to cut this differently because, like, we got like seven minutes of internationals and like an hour and a half of the other
2: one. <laughs> I think. Um, Oops. Just so. I mean, I took the I took I took the last week of July and the first week of August off. Just so I can do I some know. home stuff and watch some soccer, uh, but I think overall, um, you know, I, I wanted to point out like because um, a couple of not so want to say funny things, but um, going back a little bit, um, I was really cut in the eye because uh, Jacob from on Twitter, uh, the Austin section had this um, this 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 small tifo that says uh, what is the I forget what the what it was, but it it's a reference of uh, I love you so much. And then I also had a picture of, of Selena on there. And I think I, I dove into the rabbit hole trying to figure out what this mural is in Austin and how it became and um, I felt kind of good after that. And I was like, I, I, if anyone has not seen that or Googled it, you should try, you know, and pump up pump up as much as uh Music as you can with the Hano music as you're doing it, just because it's it goes hand in hand in a sense. So
1: nice. Yeah. Uh, I was going to mention the Gold Cup is still running. I I don't know. I haven't been following it too much. If I'm being totally honest. But U.S. and Canada play in the quarters, and then Guatemala and Jamaica. I know
2: are still look, rolling too. The only thing I have to say about Canada is that look, if you're not going to use Dane Sinclair, send them back, please. <laughs> <You know>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is I love I love Clint Irwin, but like.
0: They did start on the other day, didn't they? Yeah. In their last I don't game. know.
2: I don't watch the Gold Cup until the finals. I, I haven't been
0: I haven't been watching either, but I I did see when they put out the starting lineup. Like I don't know if they kept him in the whole game though, and I never followed up on that.
1: These Looks are like things I could look got up it. before the show. Yeah, that's all right. 6:30 on Univision. Um Oh, I was going to end with this. Have you all been have you all seen World Cup match times cuz it's kind of wild obviously Australia is, I don't even know how many hours.
2: Oh yeah. We're so going to be watching heck, like, the opposite end. Yeah. Four o'clock, three exactly. o'clock games, 3am well, morning games. Yeah.
0: Yes, you're right.
1: But also they, they time things out. So for the U S and I think Brazil is in there as well for, for a couple of, of, of the Americas of, of the squads, we're we're actually going to get the, the games in the past, which is amazing. So they're, they're actually happening in Australia morning like 10 a.m we get him at like 9 p.m which is it's a trip
0: man it's
2: <laughs> we should just call this whole out el- this, this this whole episode the multiverse of soccer it kind of is it's,
0: it's like it's kind of like the uh the last olympics in china when they would keep saying right well, tomorrow, tomorrow he has to compete well for you that's in two days but yes <laughs> but that's actually five hours from now here, and then it was like this whole like every time they talked about next events. Like, yeah, it it's it's
1: it's, it's it's amazing. Like if you look at the website, and it, you you have to like log in and track your time zone or whatever. So like if you if you put in the U.S. team, it says like Thursday slash Friday, <laughs> like both days at the same time. All right, time here we go. To, I got, I got the multiverse.
2: name. <laughs> I got the name of this episode because Isa had a conversation with me about this on the way to the Luton's game. Yeah. Time is a social construct. There
0: you go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, okay. I will uh, I will be catching a few of those games really early and then rolling into work after full <laughs> time.
2: Just... Yeah. Yep. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm an sure. old guy. I need my nap time now. So that's why I took <laughs> two weeks off just to be able to watch some of it and be like, all right, I'm going to watch yeah, a game gonna... and then I'm going to go to sleep. I'm going to wake up, want to watch another game and then go back to sleep
0: i mean i'll go to i can't say i'll actually get any work done but like i will go into the office after I mean,
2: these four a.m games if the block heart starts like having little camping cods where people can sleep in and rent them out that's
0: I, mean, I i asked last world cup i was like i have a cot can i just set that up and back and like yeah. save it's us it's all like some
2: time to
1: be able, to, able to negotiate with west it's like, it's like, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and and then we'll have an honesty tip jar. Like if I go behind the bar yeah. where it's closed and I use something, I'll put money in there. You know. There you go. Plus, he has it all on video camera, so it'll be nice. To exactly.
1: All right. Well, on that note, we'll let you guys know. Oh, Goya's tied it up. Look at that. All right. No longer getting their butts kicked. Three three. Eighty minutes. Nice. Um, anyway, thank you, Rodrigo. <laughs> and Bridget, it's nice to see you again after two weeks. So, again, listeners, we'll, it'll be another uh, two weeks before we get back. Um, thank you, listeners, for sticking with us. And we appreciate you. And, uh, yeah, patreon.com backslash Show is the place to support the thing. We'll do – we're, we're going to figure something out with Dave and crew as well for the Women's World Cup. Again, the coverage is going to be freaking weird with the multiverse. Yeah. Rodrigo
2: said. But I think we'll, we just maybe have we'll – work it out. A- Maybe after every U.S. women national team game, we'll just kind of do like a roundup and a highlights of yeah. things. And, and we'll have Issa Watch join us and and yeah. cuss and Perfect. be recruited <laughs> by the Dave's because she's feeling that she can cuss in public in any kind of form. Uh,
1: let, let, let's let do an F-bomb off between yeah, her and Della. That's easy. their specialty. So yep, That's yeah, their specialty. So there you go. Love it. All right. that Thank you. Uh,
2: TQM.